Hello and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. Some themes and topics of this show are dark, disturbing, and in some cases, extremely spooky. Listener discretion is advised. Now, turn off your lights, or find a dark stretch of road. And please welcome, Gunnar Glenn and Katie Every. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's here, the moment you've all been waiting for. I'm not dead. Please stop asking. This is just our new podcast. I'm joined today by my wife, Caitlin Every. Oh my gosh, you mentioned my name. I can't, I'm so excited to finally be on the podcast. You were already on the podcast. You were on the Halloween episode. You, you told me that weird story about how like you got possessed. Me being like, a possessed child. Yeah. Maybe I still am possessed. <laughs> Maybe she still is possessed. <laughs> but anyways, welcome to the After Dark podcast, the only podcast in the world that is as awesome as this one. This is God's favorite podcast. Um, so basically the, the plan for this show is I love scary stories. I love conspiracy theories. And Katie is kind of new to the game of scary stories. She gets kind of scared. So, um, together we're going to talk about the crazy stuff going on in the world, the crazy theories, the crazy scary stuff, and, uh, if you have scary stories or you have something you want to talk about, please reach out to us, um, on social media. Love to chat about it. Yeah. (laughs) I I love talking, I, I am not a big scary story fan. I love, I love reading them, love listening to them hate thinking about them when I'm going to bed at 2 a.m. But no, I love scary stories. If you have anything, reach out. I would love to talk about stuff. Yes, please reach out to us. Um, We'll we'll have the socials at the the end of the episode, or you can email us at litafterdark21 at gmail.com. And yeah, so without further ado, welcome to After Dark. Okay, so am I going first? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. um, yeah, good for All it. right. Everything you see in reality is either something people like to call clipped or no clipped. Things that are clipped are things such as the steering wheel in your car or the phone in your hand or even the earbuds in your ears. Stuff you can touch, stuff you can feel, stuff that is connected to this realm of reality. Things that are considered to be no-clipped are things that lie beyond this realm of reality. Things that, if you touch them ever so slightly, you'll be disconnected from the world around you. Think about it as in a video game, where you accidentally touch something, and suddenly you're beneath the world. You can see everything around you, and you are still in the world, but you can't move. You're not dead, but you're not able to live. A place that is very similar to that is called the back rooms. The back rooms are a place that are untouched by reality that only very few have been to and very, very few have been able to leave. It's an endless stream of corridors that go on seemingly forever with monsters around every corner that could rip you to pieces in seconds. The possibility of being able to leave the back rooms is slim to none, and very few have entered them and lived to tell the tale. One way to enter the back rooms is through a subliminal space in your mind. You can go there during dreams, you can try and shift there, but some of you have had the very unfortunate happening of just ending up there randomly. 
They've walked through doors without paying attention and closed it behind them only to realize that they would never see the real world again. Others have seemingly touched a wall or touched a coffee cup that wasn't connected to this reality. And just like that, you're in a place you never wanted to be. There's three different levels to the back rooms. The first level consists of, think of it as an office space. Bland yellow walls, fluorescent lights that hum above you, and no one around you. No furniture, no furnishings, nothing except you and the decision between life or death. Level one consists of, like I said, bare walls, fluorescent lights, and corridor and door, one after the other, of just an endless bound of nothingness. You can go in one room, door will shut automatically behind you, and once that happens, there's no going back to where you once were. You can't go backwards, only forwards, and sometimes forwards isn't always the best option, because you see there are creatures that roam around these back rooms. Some, once you get up to higher levels, are more hostile than others. On level one, these creatures tend to walk around on all fours. They are beings that have red eyes, things that walk around you when you sleep, things that step around you when you don't want them to. The ones on the first level are tend to be less hostile than others. Uh, if you were to encounter one, it has been said that you simply can just back away and try not to make eye contact and simply go on your way through another door into the endless corridors. Once you reach a place such as level two, like I said earlier, they become more hostile. The way to get to level two is unknown, though. You just happen upon it. Say you're walking in level one. You are just going and going and going for days, months, years, even. You just keep walking and walking. And then suddenly the walls will start to change. They'll become more gray, more concrete. The fluorescent lights will start to become more dim. They'll flicker more. They will start changing. And all of a sudden, surroundings around you are different. Not much different from level one, but different enough you notice. You see, in level one, there is no night. It's just constantly day. There is no, I mean, there's no light. It's just the fluorescent lights, and they're constantly on. And it's just that constant hum of fluorescent lights. Whereas in this, in level two, there is flickering. The lights will go on and off. Sometimes, for what is like a power outage, they'll go on, you know, they'll go off for a long, long time. And then they'll flicker back on for a while, and then it'll just repeat after the other. Um, some have said that you hear things move around in the dark, that if you hear footsteps in the dark, that you shouldn't follow them, that if you hear things in the dark, you shouldn't move at all. If you do move, well, then you'll be followed, you'll be hunted by these creatures. If you don't, though, you'll be safe. Others have said that there's no hope for you at all. If you happen to encounter a creature in level two, the you know the odds are slim of escaping it. But it is it can be done because, like I said, they're less hostile than those on level three. Um, le- creatures on level two are more tall. They walk around two legs, have long arms, pale faces. Think of it as Slenderman almost, except. With these red beady eyes that just stare at you. These ones, if you were into encounter one, it's kind of the same thing. You can kind of just like walk away from it. Um, 
but if you were to make eye contact with it, it is a very high chance that it will just chase you and it will keep chasing you until it either catches you or you somehow escape it. And then there's level three. Entering into level three is kind of the same thing as it was in level one. There isn't really a for sure way to get to level three. It just kind of happens eventually. Um, And so what happens with that is you'll be walking and then all of a sudden the walls will kind of start to close in a little bit. And then eventually you're just walking in a hallway. Hallways that are almost as if you were walking under like a business or in like a servant's hallway because there'll be like pipe lining along the walls and this is when you know you've reached level three the lights here almost never work and when they do well the things you see are very unfortunate um it has been said that if you actually do end up making it to level three that that is your chance to escape um only by the pure you know willingness to want to live but if you happen to make it to level three and you just give up that you're never going to make it some say that they have escaped by just having to open a door and they are miles away from where they started but they're finally home others said they've escaped by touching a wall that's a different color than the other ones and you either are out or you're all the way back at level one some have said they found elevators some have said they found stairs it's just what you find. There's no definite way of leaving. And there's obviously no definite way of entering. The creatures on level 3 are not really spoken of much. It There are creatures from level 1 there. There are creatures from level 2 there. And the creatures from level 3 are kind of a mix of both. They walk on all fours, but when given the chance, they can walk on, on twos. They can perceive themselves to be human they can chase after you and most likely with the other creatures if you happened upon them they you know would most likely not go after you if you didn't make contact with these ones but with these ones if you happen to see one it's they're immediately going after you and the chances of escaping them are very very slim there's monsters around every corner it's not a good deal Some have said, though, that they have entered the back rooms and somehow escaped. The ways I've heard it is that once you enter, you're in. Like, you're stuck. Some have said that they entered in and then realized where they were and just went out the way they came. That if they had been in there longer, they would have been trapped. But it just happened to be that, you know that they just were able to get out others have said that they walked into a room and they were you know on their phone or they just weren't paying attention to where they were going and they were immediately just trapped in there with no no hope for getting out and then some have also said that they just clipped in that they you know they ran into a wall they touched something and they just were automatically there and just stuck there so, uh, there is apparently some kind of, se- like, special government force, though, that is, like, dedicated, like, specifically to getting people out of the back rooms. I don't know how, because it is, like, on a different plane of reality. Um, but apparently what they do is, if on the off chance they do find you, they take a metal rod 
and they'll place it in between the doors because once the door the way it works is once like a door closes that room that you were once in is like gone and is replaced by another one and so apparently by placing a metal rod in between all the doors you can somehow find an exit from what i've heard anyway um there's a special task force what they do is they go in and they place this rod down and they go through like you know they go through the rooms they got to get to you and then they tell you things such as like you were kidnapped you got lost you went into a coma you've been in the hospital this whole time they'll tell you these things to go tell your family because your family can't know that you were in this space uh one source said that uh there were men that came and then they were explaining to him what he should tell his family that it was almost as if like it were like men in black like that was like an actual government thing that like came to like speak with him um yeah just crazy stuff i'm like super like once i like was like researching this i like super careful now like when i enter like doors I'm like, Same. I'm like, Same. okay. I feel like there's like a window in the door. I'm like, okay, I can see my like, I I can't see where I'm going. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy, 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I get off at like five o'clock in the morning now. So whenever I get home, my house is pitch black. So oh. it's it's been in the back of my mind, like the back rooms and like yeah. the possibility of it. So I've been like having to like shine lights oh, yeah. through the doorway before yeah. I go in. Well, because like what it's I like, heard, okay, make well, sure this is it. Is, like, if you if you open the door and you see the back rooms, that you know, if you don't actually walk if you don't actually walk in and close like, close the door that you're safe that you're able that you're able to close the door and just walk the other direction um, and mm-hmm. leave. But you know. Some are less fortunate. Um, I well, the way I found out about the back rooms, I was at I was at an art museum with a friend one time, and I was like, "Oh man, I have to go to the bathroom," <laughs> as you do at an art museum. And she was like, "Oh, the bathrooms here are really creepy." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "Well, I thought they were the back rooms." And I was like, "What? You lost me?" Because I I had no idea that this was even like a thing. Um, and so I like was looking at pictures and stuff like that. Um, and we went in there, and it was, like, if the bathroom, like, the black, okay, the bathroom, like, to me, felt like it was a plane where, you know, there was something, there was some kind of thing in there that was a no-clip thing. Because it seemed mm-hmm. like if there was, like, a specific item or just even, like, a wall that you touched, that immediately everything in the room would have been gone. But, like, the wallpaper was, like, the kind of wallpaper you see in, like, photos and things like that, like... I don't know. The vibe was just super creepy, and I was like, ooh, let's get out of here. But what's really <laughs> interesting, though, is, like, a lot of people have said that, like, they've entered, like, they've either, like, seen, like, wait. So, what happened, and which is why the backrooms really became a thing people started talking about more and started learning more about, was because of this picture that started surfacing around the internet that people all of a sudden just started like recognizing they didn't know how they didn't know why but they just immediately recognized this space and that is how this theory got started that there was a space called the back rooms which obviously many others have proved through like their stories and their experiences um but yeah it's just crazy to think that mm-hmm. i first heard about it on tiktok um 
Man, I promise you, I learned more stuff from TikTok <laughs> yeah, than literally, I learned in high school. <laughs> um, but what it was, was it was a video of a Halloween store, like a spirit Halloween. And uh, it's that sound from the, like, uh, JFK cartoon, the nothing bad ever nothing happens, bad ever to, happens the to the Kennedys. Ah! Yeah, it was, it was that sound, but it was all echoey, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, they pull this curtain back. And it's just, it, it, it seemed like it was miles of just, like, an empty Jason yeah, no, that, no, but that's or exactly something like that. Are. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And, and that's, like, the sort of thing that, like, solidified mm-hmm. it for me. Because, like, for a while I was like, oh, it's yeah, just a story, yeah. like, whatever. And then, like, all of these photos and videos have been coming out of, like, pe- like now people claim that there's an address in, like, New York to uh to access the back rooms why you would want no, to i don't know. i don't understand if people would but, want to anyway um, because like the way it apparently works <laughs> is that like once you're in you're in and like the chance of getting out is like really really slim mm-hmm. it's 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 creepy oh, yeah. it freaks me out um it's always in the back of my mind now like ever since i heard about it just because like you, you feel like you have to be so mm-hmm. careful before well, you the enter, chance like, of actually being put or... there is super, super slim. Um, mm. You know, the chance of finding an object in this reality or a space in the reality that just happens to be a no-clip item is super rare. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, though. Um, and sometimes <laughs> it's, just, it's like the theory that if you... Oh, wait, so you heard the theory that, like, if you put your hand through a wall like if you like touch a wall enough times that eventually your hand will go through the wall just because of the way like the atoms line up and stuff like that and like the mm-hmm. chance of that happening is like literally almost none but it's the fact that there is still a chance of that happening and that's how like the back rooms are another thing i've seen in it uh that i've heard is that you can find like there'll be a crack in the wall or like, um, you know, it could be like a crack in the wall, it could be a mouse hole, it could be like, um, you know, a hole in your fence. That just happens to be a glitch in the system. And so that if you were, if mm-hmm. you like find that, uh, you know, that space and you like touch or whatever that you were put in that space. And so for instance, like, okay, so say there was like a, a mouse hole or something like that. And you find the mouse mm-hmm. hole and you look and you know, you look into it and you like touch it and you're then you're put into the back room is automatically. Um, you wouldn't really it's not like uh you get sucked into it or whatever, but it's just like you look around and then like you're in your room, but there is, you know, there's no shelves, there's no furniture, there's you know, th- there's nothing. All the windows just look into other rooms. And so apparently mm-hmm. if that is to happen, that's actually one of the luckier moments because you can apparently, if you find that same spot in your room in which you entered, you can, just, you know, possibly exit. But. So would you say that, like, this maybe buys into the whole uh, Matrix theory? Oh, yeah. Well, it's really interesting because when I was um, researching this, um, a lot of people kept mentioning how, like, all the other glitches you see, like, in reality which like like when i first heard about glitches in reality i was like oh it's just people photo editing things it's just photo edited it's just video edited but like when you see stuff Mm -hmm. 
like there's some video that I just circled the internet of this like plane, like this full-on plane that's just like no, I mean <laughs> that's just like suspended in the air, and it's just like stuck there. And mm-hmm. the person's like driving by, and they're like, "Oh, the plane! Like we thought it was just really far away, but like no, it's just it's stuck." And like there's you know been like um, videos of like birds that are just like stopped in the middle of the air. Same thing with like doppelgangers. Doppelgangers are super interesting. Uh, do you know what a doppelganger is? All right, well, for people yes, who course. don't know, a doppelganger is, like, pretty much a a twin. Uh, for instance, to so say, like, if I had a twin, but it's a person that I'm not related to in any way that, you know, I m- most likely probably never met. Someone that could live on the opposite side of the world, but we look exactly alike. And, you know, the, the possibility mm-hmm. of that is just super rare but like again it happens um mm-hmm. so i don't know the the matrix theory the matrix theory and the you know the ver- the virtual reality theory all of those those are discussions for a different day um mm-hmm. you know, all super interesting though because like okay do, do you ever like have those like moments or whatever where like you look in the mirror and you just kind of like, stare at yourself for a while and then you're like yeah this is real you almost see yourself Ooh, blink. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like things. Oh, that's never no, happened to that's you. Never happened to me. But like all the times where like I'll look in my mirror <laughs> and I'll just kind of like look at myself for a little bit, and I'm like, this isn't real. Like none, none of this is happening. Yeah. This isn't real. You yeah, don't exactly. Recognize you, yourself. Yeah, yeah. You look that's at yourself long enough, and you're like, well, who is this? This isn't. That's not me. That this isn't. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's where like I. There was one time I was doing that, though. Like, okay, so I used to be, like, really, really skeptical about, like, you know, like, the Matrix Theory, the virtual reality, this, oh, I guess it's not virtual reality, the simulation theory and all that. Like, I was, like, super skeptical about it. I'm like, mm, no, there's no way. But it wasn't until I had that moment that I just, I just started researching everything. I was like, um, well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, same thing. Okay, because, like, the simulation thing also makes sense and like i said we'll talk we'll dive more into it at a different time but like uh someone mentioned like the, the game like the sims game and they're like mm-hmm. do you ever just like do stuff and then you're like like wait for instance you enter in a room and you just completely forget why you're there and a lot of people look at that and they're like oh you just forgot but it's like okay but like i don't know for how often that happens it's just super interesting though I don't know. Mm-hmm. People do forget things. That's a thing, obviously, but I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not saying, you know, With... the simulation is a thing. I'm not saying the matrix is a thing. I'm just saying it is a possibility. You know? Here's why I don't believe in it. Um I mean for one. Oh I'm yeah, a, I'm a yeah, yeah. Um but uh but like two, this is like the hard line for me this is why i don't believe in the matrix because there was a period of time where i i say it was like a midlife crisis at 13 i had like an existential crisis i talked about it on podcasts before where um i felt like nothing was real i felt like god mm-hmm. wasn't real you know like stuff like that um but essentially for a period of time i thought absolutely nothing was real that i was it was just my consciousness out in the void you know what i mean and that's that's oh, so yeah. scary i hated that that thought 
Um, but a lot of people believe that way, you know, because there's really nothing to prove that it's not. Um, but of course, like, got out of that. But anyways, um, the people, for me, the people that really believe in the Matrix are like really think that this is like not real are the people who are like winning at life you know like elon musk for example he said that the one question that he has is what's outside of the matrix well if i were digging tunnels under <laughs> los angeles and blasting off if rockets in space i would think space, that i'm living I in a video game think, too mm-hmm. what are we doing here who am i <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know because that's just oh yeah that's not reality you know but it happened to work out for him on that that case you know so yeah he thinks he's living in mm-hmm. in a virtual reality meanwhile i make tires no, for a living yeah. i go in for See, 12 hour shifts you that's know the thing. If, uh do you watch rick and morty yeah yeah so yes uh, I love rick and morty. did you see like the simulation episode Oh, wait, one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. But I think it touches on it really well. Because, okay, Rick, you have Rick. And he's obviously this person, super smart, super intelligent. He can tell when something's a, simu- a, a simulation. He's like, it's a simulation mm-hmm. inside a simulation, Morty. <laughs> um, and then you have Morty. And Morty, like, you know, starts to kind of catch on to things. He, like, he, at first he's, like, totally oblivious. But then he kind of catches on. And then you have, uh, what's the dad's name again? Craig. Now it's Jerry. <laughs> oh yeah, Jerry. Well, Craig. I think it was Craig. What is another white male name? Hmm. Craig. <laughs> I maybe no. Jerry was the name of uh, the fake dad in the episode. Whenever like all the fake no, characters showed up Jerry. and they couldn't tell who was who. Yes. Are you sure? Okay. No. I really thought he was Craig. Anyway, but oh, then okay, man. but then you have Jerry <laughs> in the simulation. And okay, I think Jerry's I made mean, the episode so funny. Uh, because Jerry just has no idea. And like, you know, everything around him is like mm-hmm. obviously glitching, obviously like, you know, he'll talk to somebody, it's just like a one word answer, you know, and it's just like super random stuff. And Jerry's just so immersed in this reality. He's like, Oh yeah. Yeah, no. And like he totally believes all of it. <laughs> um But I'm saying how like like we were saying, you know, to me, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, because like you just said, like Elon Musk, like, of course, of course, if you have, you know, billions of dollars and you're the one calling the shots on how much people make, you know, if you're up there mm-hmm. with the people that call the shots for the rest of us, of course, you're going to start feeling superiority. You're going to start feeling like you control things. You're going to start feeling, as they call it, a God complex. And so then, of course, you're going mm-hmm. to be the one that questions reality because you think that you decide reality. Whereas, you know, people yeah. like you and me who work, you know, I work a less than minimum wage job. You work in a factory. You know, you're not going to question reality mm-hmm. because, you know, there's no there's no point to, you know, this is the reality <laughs> you're in. Why, why question mm-hmm. it when this is, you know, where we are in life? Because if this were a video game, whoever's controlling my life is obviously like, very <laughs> like, bored. Hmm, because like another day, you know, another day like working at the tire factory. Because <laughs> who would on their free like during their free time want to yeah. control a life and, well, like yeah, this? That's like you know what I mean? Like theory, you know, is kind of I don't know. It's just <laughs> that's uh, personally I don't believe in it. It's not my deal. But 
Yeah. I don't believe in it either. I, I, I don't think it makes an like. There's like statistics, but then again, it was Elon Musk that said this. He said like, uh, there, it's more likely that we live in a simulation for us to than it is for us to you not live in a simulation. Anything. But like, it's more likely, you know, it's more likely but, for yeah, it to like, rain today than it is to not rain. When like there's when like there's ob- but yeah, once again exactly, it was when Elon like, Musk. obviously great clouds in the sky, and you're like. Will it rain today? Maybe. There's a there's a high you know, there's more of a chance of me living today than there is dying, but you know. I mm. I don't know. That's a really dumb yeah. quote. <laughs> <laughs> he really said, Okay, so what are you gonna put on your tombstone? And he was like, Let me think. Um, there's more of a chance of us living in a virtual reality or in a matrix reality than there is a reality. <laughs> I think you said it on the Joe Rogan experience too, which like makes it so much funnier to me because like he's a stoner, a Joe Rogan's a stoner. Like, uh, imagine the type of talk that would come oh, out yeah. if you and I got stoned together and started oh, talking yeah. about like the simulation theory. Then we'd be like, yeah, "Bro, yeah. we live in a well, simulation." Of you if you're, you know, <laughs> if if someone's tripping on acid, and then you'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, look at that dragon." They're gonna be like, oh yeah, look at the dragon. Like, they're gonna see a dragon and then be like, oh yeah, that's a dragon. In an altered state exactly. of mind, anything makes sense. I don't know. Man, we we really just went down the rabbit hole on like an episode that we were gonna do. You know? like, we might we do the Matrix do the eventually. Dives into the Matrix. Like, yeah, we just died. <laughs> like we started off with the back yeah, and they're all really the you know, similar. Like... I mean, similar thing though. It's just the thought of is there realities beyond our own? You know. <clears throat> Let me ask you this. Um, so you know, in the Matrix, at the very end, there's the red pill and there's the blue pill. The blue pill, you wake up. In the red pool, I mean, with the red pill, you're guaranteed uh, a happy life inside of the matrix but you'll never know that you're in the matrix but if you take the blue pill you wake up you're on your own there's no guarantee that your life's gonna be easier Mm -hmm. or harder or anything which pill do you take i i think it would depend um where i am in life you know okay for instance Mm -hmm. if i if okay if if i was offered the pill right now in my life i think i would honestly take the red pill uh, the one that makes you stay um, just because I'm pretty content mm-hmm. with life right now you know and you know who's to say what would be happening in mm-hmm. five years but hey if I take that red pill I'll, I'll, I know I'll be happy in five years you know and I'll never know the difference mm-hmm. whereas the blue pill I think if I was a really, at a really low point in my life where I just I wasn't having it anymore in this reality then yeah then why wouldn't you go to a different mm-hmm. reality where you know every, where you know everything is real? Well, it's a simulation yeah. inside a simulation. <laughs> it's a matrix inside <laughs> the matrix. To me, I almost fear the like twelve monkeys what? theory, where like he takes the red pill. Uh-huh. You never, you never seen twelve monkeys. That's a completely different episode. Did that That's, as well. <laughs> it, it's. Yeah, it's like time travel and like virtual reality mm. and easel. It's crazy.
Hello? Gunner? Hello? I got a phone call that I had to decline. <laughs> Dude, I thought it was me. Oh, no. Um, so anyways, like, uh, hello. the 12 Monkeys um, movie is like virtual reality, time travel, whatsoever. But anyways, our character ultimately decides to stay in a virtual reality, like a, something that's not real. He decides to stick with it because he meets a girl and he doesn't want his future with her to be uncertain. And that is essentially what would like keep me in the matrix or like that would give me the red pill because yeah. you know, you don't want that future to be uncertain. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if you told me, Hey, I'm gonna give you either a pill where you you'll know everything's real but you will be coming on you'll be on your own. There's no, you know, if you were to die immediately once you get there, that's on you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Or you're told, hey, you're going to be happy. Like, none of this is going to be real, but you'll never know the difference. Mm-hmm. And you'll be happy doing it. Mm-hmm. You know? Then what's the harm in that one? Especially if you're content with life. And even if you're not content with life, you'll know that you'll be happy in life. Mm-hmm. So. And then, like, another theory is that AI already advanced and trapped all of us in a virtual reality. And the reason I think that's a load of BS is because right now AI is a big threat. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody's afraid of AI. Mm-hmm. If we were living in an <laughs> Wait, all- wait, can I, can, I, can I stop you for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was at my boyfriend's aunt's house yesterday. And whenever you think of artificial, or artificial intelligence, you always think of like those scenes in movies where like the blenders... <laughs> the washing machines take over. Yeah, max com- so maximum overdrive. I was at my house yesterday, and she has like uh, she has like an espresso machine. She has like an ice machine. Uh, she has this, like soda stream machine. Um, all all these like like you know gadgets and things like that. Just like in her kitchen. And I was thinking, and I'm like, no, like this is the house. This is the house where the AI get you know they get to. Uh, smart, and then all of a sudden, you know, the espresso burns her or something like that. <laughs> okay, anyway, continue. I'm sorry, I had to get that off my chest. That's funny. Um, but you know, why if we lived in an if we lived in an artificial intelligence matrix, wouldn't they like not put themselves in the matrix because they wouldn't want us to find out that we live in their matrix? So, like, does that make sense? Like. It wouldn't make sense yeah, 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 yeah. for so us like to be if, in their matrix. If, okay, so yeah, yeah. So if this were so say this entire thing was a simulation, right? Mm-hmm. Then why get to a point if you can truly control everything in the simulation, then why make the simulation exist in it? Mm-hmm. Because that's only gonna make oh wait, for instance, the Truman Show. Truman Show is a wonderful example of simulation of you know just society and reality mm-hmm. um you've seen the truman show yeah it'll freak you out if you're not careful oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do that though like you're like sitting there and you're like you know working with a loved one or something like that and you're like what if this person's just a paid actor yeah what if i'm just the main character and everyone mm. else is living around me <laughs> and then okay then i think and i'm like wait and i'll be like i'll be like be with someone else and then i'm like 
what if they think I'm an actor in their reality? Yeah. What if they think I'm just acting? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, like with the Truman Show, they were never gonna like. They would never show him like TV in the Truman Show. You know. Yeah. Like, in order to make the Truman Show stay the reality it was for him, you would never show him something that would make him think any differently. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And it wasn't until that one girl like said something that he like thought differently. Um, which is exactly why. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't show him like a TV show to make him think, what if I'm in a TV show? Mm. You know? I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Yes. Yeah. I uh I saw this really interesting uh theory the other day, um saying that like if we are in a simulation the most smart thing that someone did was giving was like creating humans mm-hmm. because say that you know we are in a simulation that their entire you know uh they made humans in order to distract ourselves from the fact that it could be a simulation mm-hmm. so you know why some people are like what if we're in a simulation others are like oh what if you know you know, what if the Illuminati's a thing? What if the government's doing that? What if, you know, people are being, what if they're, what if they're lizard people? What if the earth's flat? You know? So I, mm-hmm. one person's thinking that there's a million other conspiracy theories out there. And so then, therefore, people are just going to be like, you know, if you were to mention simulation, people are going to be like, oh, no, that that's just a conspiracy theory. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was an interesting take on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. That's, there's so many, I don't know, but there's also things that, like, man, we're just going down the rabbit hole at this point, because, like, there's so many things you could say about, like, the Matrix, and we weren't even going to bring it up in this one. Like, we're still talking about the back rooms, like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back rooms are just crazy. Um, man, what was I going to say about the back rooms? I was going to, I was about to backtrack onto that. Um, backtrack on the back rooms? Backtrack on the back rooms. Hey oh. It's like a cool um, like distract. <laughs> yo, 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 about to backtrack on the back rooms. <laughs> Man, that would be insane if you and I just dropped a diss track on the back rooms, you know, like <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> Your reality's augmented. You could have end up in a bad place. Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I can yo yo. Oh man! <laughs> Give me a. That's beat. the return of Milky White. Is <laughs> you, me, Brandon, and Cassidy? We do a the band that the... never was. Man, that band had so much potential. Yeah, you can cut this out of the podcast, but uh, so for the music we're doing right now, we're doing a show called Pride Star. Mm-hmm. And uh, so pretty much we were supposed to do a spring play, and then Butcher was like, "Yeah, I'm actually retiring this year because uh, I just felt like it." And we're like, okay. And so he's like, yeah, since we didn't really get a fall musical, we're going to do a spring musical. And we're like, okay. So we're in a show called Bright Star. Um, you should come down and see it. If you I'll can. try. It's May 6th through the 8th. Yeah, I won't be able to make it. Cool. Cool, cool. My sister's graduating. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Anyway. um, But... We can't like corn because corn's doing a million other things, like isn't helping out with it. 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, Caitlin, do you want to be one of our music, like our vocal directors to help everybody learn music because we don't have corn doing it? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, totally. But I can't play the piano. And so I have Brandon playing the piano for me. <laughs> so then I was like, haha, it's Milky White, except it's not. <laughs> it's Milky White minus two members. <laughs> yeah, and we're not even making music. We're just teaching other kids music. <laughs> but yeah, friends are cool. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that I was mentioning. Anyways, yeah. Um, the back rooms, do you believe in them personally? Um, personally, I think it's one of those things where I don't want to believe in it because I don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to think that one day I could walk into a room and then like die, yeah, from like what lives there and like just being a space that I could like possibly never return to my family and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. to me, that's terrifying, you know. It's like when yeah. people, it's like when people think of heaven and hell and they just choose, you know, not to think about it because the thought of eternity is really freaky and we're not going to get into that. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, do I personally believe in it? Probably going to be a no for me. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm much more content uh, not believing in it and believing that I am in the reality I'm in. Um that I am to believe in it and think that one day I could just be taken from everything right mm-hmm. so what about you um here's how I look at it with all of the dimensions and realities that do exist in the world mm-hmm. and they all kind of take place at the same spot well we have five senses to experience this with so I think that there's more there's definitely more to the universe than meets the eye, um, which leads me to think maybe the back rooms are another dimension. Somehow people have slipped between the cracks. reality. Yeah. Well, because, you know, uh, wait, different, re- different realities do exist. Mm-hmm. You know, you, uh, I, I talk about this when I talk about time travel a lot and why I don't think time travel travels a possibility. Um, because in order for time travel to be a possibility, there would have to be a different um, area of time for you to go to for every second, every millisecond, every decision of every person every day. Mm-hmm. Lots of different realities. And I think being able to navigate between those realities is just something that we as humans will never be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but different realities do exist. And, you know, we've been learning more about that through people um doing this thing have you heard of reality shifting yeah yeah uh that's something i recently you know over quarantine uh found out about and just like dove into research on that and just after hearing people talk about it like it sounds like a legit thing um that people are able to do subconsciously and so i think you know could the back rooms exist yeah of course in a different plane of reality being able to access them i don't know why you'd want to you know is that a place you could go Yes, but do I think that you'd be able to shift there automatically and be trapped there? No. No, no. I think, I think, for example, I, it, it's like that theory of the, like, you could stick your hand through a wall for me. Yeah. Where there's, the, the odds of it happening are just so slim, yeah. but I do, I do think it's a possibility. Yeah, and that, um, that's especially why I mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. Was is it a possibility? Of course, you know, in some mm-hmm. magical way, the atoms could just happen to line up, and your hand could go through the wall. 
that mm-hmm. is a possibility. But, you know, the possibility of someone doing that over and over again and actually happening, I don't mm-hmm. think is something that, you know, mm-hmm. would actually happen. Because there's also a ton of people who just went missing and have disappeared without a trace, you know, like never been found. Oh, yeah. You know, and then there's also the man who was skiing in New York and he wound up somewhere in Canada, like hundreds of miles away from where he was and he didn't remember how he got there. Really? You know, like to me, I feel like some of these cases could be interdimensional travel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I've heard, I've heard people on the internet all the time. They'll be like, yeah, one day I was just hanging out with some people. There was a story this one guy heard, and he was saying how, like, one day he was just hanging out with some friends, and then all of a sudden there was kind of, like, an earthquake almost that happened, or something happened, and uh, I think he was, like, driving in a car, and the car got in a wreck, and whenever he came to, he was just in a different plane of reality. Like, he Mm -hmm. wasn't where he was originally. Yeah. You know, which I think is super interesting and just just Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. Um, And there was another one that was very recent, actually. Um, A Twitch streamer took a pill. Mm -hmm. Like, while he was live streaming, he takes a pill, knocks out, and he wakes up two hours later. And uh, he claimed that he had been gone for 12 years and that he started a new family and like uh he had like this this life in his dream essentially mm-hmm. and he was like really distraught over losing it all well, no because that's exactly which okay so again like i said i i really like took a deep dive into reality shifting and that's exactly like i really want to try it but at the same time i'd be super afraid of like Making, <laughs> not like getting not getting stuck because there's not a way to get stuck there um but like making mm-hmm. connections because people people will shift like for years when really it's a mm-hmm. couple hours here um but they'll you know they'll be like one hour one hour here is like a year there yeah. people will shift for hours and like there was one girl i saw and she shifted somewhere and she came back and she's like it's been four years mm-hmm. like she was there for four years and i'm like how I don't even know how you could even do that. Like I, I have like yeah. I trip out when I have a dream, and I feel like the dream is like a day long. You know, I wake up and I'm like, "Whoa, that was a really weird mm-hmm. dream." That felt like it went on forever. Like I can't mm-hmm. imagine thinking that you know, being in a different plane of reality for what you think is like years and what you think is true, and then coming back and you're like, "Oh, whoa, <laughs> uh, that's crazy." Mm-hmm. I'll have to look into that Twitch streamer. That's super interesting. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but they were talking about it on a different podcast I listened to. Um, it was it was some sort of pill. I, I want to say it was like ecstasy or something like that. But he, mm, so he took that it? and knocked out, and then just like woke up and was like, "It's been twelve years." Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it's, it's what makes it so hard though is like you know people make stuff up all the time to get mm-hmm. attention not saying that's what he was doing not saying what any of these other people said that they're doing um but you know it you know it, it's always just a thing like until you you know it happens to you and it's like you've gone through it you can't prove or disprove it you know right and 
you know, I've of course like heard Reddit stories to like read on Reddit because you could believe everything on Reddit. Um, oh yeah, that's reliable <laughs> source of news. <laughs> I've I've heard I've heard stories of people uh, falling asleep, and whenever they're asleep, they'll be gone for years too. You know, and they have like these different lives. Like there was one uh, who fell asleep and woke up as a homeless woman, mm-hmm. and uh, essentially like had like a miscarriage and like all these terrible things happened to her and then she woke up back here and it felt like it had been years you know she felt like she lived a different life somebody else and you know that that goes uh, into the whole theory about you know past lives um mm -hmm. the different planes of reality because you know you never know you could have just like gone to a different reality and somehow ended up in the subconscious of somebody else Um, yeah i don't know it's just all it sounds (laughs) crazy and super whack to think Mm. that you know what we're living in is just like one of billions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trillions. Yeah, and even. Think it's... like you know, it all plays in like the butterfly thing, where it's like, oh, this one decision you make, like in a different reality, could be like you know, a life or death decision. That's where I think the Mandela effect comes to play yeah. is the like butterfly effect, um, or like the time, the time traveling butterfly effect, where like. Mm back to the future that, that's what would make the most sense to me when it comes to uh to like the mandela effect is like all of these people believe they remember certain things being a certain way however they weren't that way yeah so like that sounds like the butterfly effect to me where if you go back in time and i go to the day that katie was born and i step on an ant whenever i get there or like I do something small when I get there, we come back and Katie has brown hair instead of red hair. Yeah. It's, it's little things that change little things. And I think over time, that's how they grow. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, you don't really think of that in life right now, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're waking up in the morning and figuring what to wear, you're not like, Oh, what I wear today is going to affect my life, but it could affect somebody else's. Exactly. You know, you could, uh, exactly. You know, you could wear something. Say you wear, I don't know, you wear whatever you want to wear. And then someone, you know, walks by you and they're like, man, that's super cool. I want to wear that. So then that person decides to wear something similar to it. And then, uh, you know, and then someone, you know, someone does the same thing to them. It just becomes this chain of people who are, you know, wearing something else you're wearing. And that's why social media too is super interesting nowadays. Cause you know, you just, you see a million faces a day, you see a million different lives a day and how your life mm-hmm. could impact others. You know, for instance, this podcast, you know, mm-hmm. if people, if people listen to it, when, when people listen to it, um, <laughs> you never know how that's going to affect somebody. Someone could you know, listen to yeah. this and then realize that maybe they had an experience in the back rooms that they had an experience in a different reality that they didn't even know about. If that is the case, please reach out to us. <laughs> if you please. have been to an alternate plane of reality, um, I will give you, I was going to say five bucks, but again, people make stuff up. So I will give you, I'll give you, five I'll give you bucks. my genuine, I'll give you my genuine time and interest to hear your story. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to tell your story and then, you know, we'll get into my story. And yeah. It'll be a done deal. Alrighty. Minutes later. So as I tell this next story, what I want you to do as the listener is I want you to imagine yourself as the protagonist 
I want you to think about what you would do in this situation, how you would react, and just really think of things from his point of view. Um, without further ado, here is Dear David. So Katie, our story actually begins in August of 2017. Um, that's funny to me because that's around the time that you and I met. So yeah. like, just thinking about uh, this situation, like the timeline of the story mm-hmm. and like the timeline of what was going on in my life around this time. I don't know. It just makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> so anyways, our story begins... Oh, what? Nothing, nothing. Uh, um, our story begins in 2017 on Twitter when our when a BuzzFeed writer named Adam Ellis tweeted out, so my apartment is being haunted by the ghost of a dead child and he's trying to kill me. Uh, Adam first explains that he first saw this little boy during sleep paralysis. He noticed him sitting at the foot of his bed in a green rocking chair next to a big steaming bowl of foreshadowment. Um, that was a joke. That, I, I'm sorry. I stole it from Deadpool. Um, I was like, a big steaming bowl of, of what? And then I was like, oh, maybe that was something else. Just, just continue. <laughs> <laughs> he also noted that he had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side, and he feared that he had crossed over into the real world. Um. So Adam then began to become plagued with nightmares where he would be visited by this child with a misshapen head, uh, where he would just stare at him, threaten him, crazy stuff like that. Uh, One night, Adam had a nightmare where he woke up and he was in a library when a little girl walked up to him and asked, you've seen Dear David, haven't you? And that gave the story its name. Um. This little girl then explained to David that, I mean, sorry, she then explained to Adam that David was dead and she explained the rules to interact with David. Um, And the rules are he only appears at midnight and you could ask him two questions. But if you ask him three questions, he'll kill you. Um, How do you what do you think of that, Katie? Katie? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Did you hear me? No, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Uh, I said, what do you think of that? That's interesting. Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so the next night, in another dream, Adam found David, and he said, Dear David, how did you die? His response, an accident in a store. What happened in the store? A shelf was pushed on my head. Adam then broke his second. Adam then broke the one rule he was given that's Um, he really said "Mm, you're given one rule and he said well i'll break it anyway (laughs) he then asked david who pushed the shelf realizing his mistake he woke up terrified um so david didn't kill him um but he woke up and he was terrified uh shortly after adam moved apartments to the apartment above his And the interactions with David actually stopped uh, for a couple weeks until Adam's cats started to act very strange. At exactly midnight, his cats would gather at the front door and stare at nothing. Adam would curiously look out the peephole and see nothing at all, just pitch black. Until one night, he looked out the peephole and he saw something move. 
Uh, this caused him to open the door and turn on the hallway light really quickly, only to find nothing. And for weeks, this happened. He would wake up to his cats looking outside at exactly midnight. Uh, finally, Adam decided to download the sleep app and try to catch something in the middle of the night. Uh, the first night of his sleep experience, the first night of his sleep experiment, he captured 33 sounds, but only three of them were interesting to him. Uh, the first one sounded like steps, which was odd considering he lived alone and he lived on the top floor of his apartment. So there would be nobody walking around his apartment at night or above him. Um, And then the other sounds happened between 2 and 3 a.m., in which he would capture minutes of just electric static. Hmm. Um, And then David started to make appearances again inside of Adam's dreams and in the real world. Um, Adam posted a selfie stating that he was leaving his apartment for the weekend, and in the background of the photo, you could see a tiny face in the window. Um, You got to look for it. But he didn't notice it until a follower actually noticed it and pointed it out to him. Um, Later on, Adam bought a Polaroid camera thinking that they were fun and quirky, and decided to take some photos of the front door where his cats were staring. And whenever the photos developed, they were pitch black. Um, In order to prove that he wasn't tampering with the photos, he started to take videos of him taking photos of the Polaroids and then developing black. He also uh, took some test photos where he would cover the lens with his fingers to show that it looked different than... uh, how it would look if he were covering <laughs> mm-hmm. up the the lens of this photo, you know. So he was basically disproving any theory that anybody would have, mm-hmm. uh, but it couldn't explain why the pictures were coming out pitch black. Mm-hmm. Um, after posting these on Twitter, a follower zoomed in on some of the black photos and saw the face of David once again, and uh, they realized it was David because Adam had drawn an illustration of what David looked like. And basically, the two faces in the photos so far very closely resembled the illustration that Adam had done. Um, So August 14th, Adam used Sage for the first time, and it did not work. Um, David revealed himself to Adam again in a dream that night, sitting in the same green chair as the first time he saw him. Uh, now his sleep ad, his, his sleep app actually recorded about five minutes of static every night. Um, on August 18th, Adam had a dream where David was dragging him by the arm through an abandoned warehouse. He was terrified and he woke up and noticed a bruise on his arm exactly where David was, follow- was pulling his arm. The following day, the apartment's building uh, had a parking garage, which was typically packed with cars. And uh, on this day, it was completely empty. Adam walked through it just because he thought it was so weird that it was so empty. And the only thing he found in there was a green chair. Oh, no. No. So he booked it no. out. Of oh, oh, my gosh. I would, I would, bull, I would be, 
out of the I so fast. I hate running. I'd be sprinting. Mm-hmm. And he has photos of this on his Twitter. That's he so has scary. photos. Mm-hmm. Adam's cat started a new routine of gathering at the front door at 10 p.m., crying for exactly 15 minutes. <laughs> and then Adam would receive several phone calls from an unknown caller. If he ignored them, the phones the phone would keep ringing. But if he answered, they would leave him alone. Uh, one night before Adam hung up, he answered the phone, put it to his ear, and he heard, Hello. Nope. So Adam was terrified. No. And he hung up the phone. <laughs> what, what's uh, so freaky to me about stuff like that is, like, you can't just, like, escape it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not just, like, leaving and then being like, oh... It's done. Like, that's stuff. I lose you, man. Anyway, continue. Adam then bought a pet cam uh, to keep an eye on his house whenever he was asleep. Um, But he didn't catch anything until the third night when he noticed a small figure sitting in the green chair in his room. Adam's nightmare started up again. One night he had a nightmare. This one is the creepiest one to me. He had a nightmare where he woke up and he was in his bed and he looked to his left to find a severed head laying next to him. Nope. And uh, the severed head was smiling at him. So Adam jumped up and yelled, what happened to you? And the head responded, it feels great. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) I hate that. Adam then goes on a trip to Japan uh, in order to escape the haunting for a little bit. Um, to where, while in Japan, he finds a statue of a child with a dented head, very much resembling David. Okay. (laughs) When he got back, David stopped appearing in his dreams, and the cat stopped acting weird, until one night, Adam was walking to his fridge in the middle of the night, when he looked out the window and he saw a figure standing on the roof of his building, staring into his window. (sighs) Adam, of course, freaked out, turned off all the lights, and snapped a photo where you could clearly see a small figure standing on the roof. Um... (laughs) Sorry, I'm just laughing. Like, beforehand, I was like, is this going to be a scary one? And I'm laying Mm -hmm. here, I'm like, oh, (laughs) maybe I'm not sleeping tonight. (laughs) Well, it's about to get worse. It's about to get worse. So Adam freaks out about how somebody could be out on the roof because he finds out the only way to roof access is through a crawl space in his apartment. A crawl space that he didn't know existed uh, until he finally, you know, found it. Um, He also discovered that there was about three feet of empty space in between the roof and his ceiling. Uh, And the only way to get to that space was through that crawl space. Um, so one day he borrowed a ladder and his friend went up in there to see if he could find anything. Green and he, he actually found two things. The first thing he found was a very old, very small shoe. And are you ready for the second no. thing? No, you're going to tell me anyway. He found a green marble. Oh, green. oh. well, that's still kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. The shoe, the, to me, the shoe is more creepy than the marble. Well, what creeps me out about the marble is the fact that it's, it's green. a green marble. <laughs> well, like, because you know, all of the yeah. chairs, yeah, all, all that, the chairs like, have been green. I get that. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because David okay, seems uh, to like the color green yeah, a lot. Yeah, I don't know. The marble's one thing. I mean, you ask yourself, how does marble get up in the crawl space? I mean, I don't know. Marbles are small. But to me, it's like, <laughs> to me, it's more the shoe. Uh, mm-hmm. That's ag. Hmm. <laughs> it's like a random, like a bandage. Uh, I just like, if you just keep ripping it off, like, we'll get to the end eventually. And then I can have my existential <laughs> crisis tonight. Well, the photos of Adam sleeping uh, began to come online, and uh, David became more and more clear as the story goes on. You could very clearly see uh, what looks like a baby doll, or I don't know. I'll have to send you some of the photos. Maybe not. <laughs> the figure's about two feet tall, um, looks like a little boy with a misshapen head, and... Um, you you see him running through the house, running through the apartment, staring what? at him, looking into the camera. Yeah, I'm, I'll have to send you some of these photos. They're no, I prefer you not do that. <laughs> you know, this reminds uh, me of the freaking um. Oh, the like the Conjuring. Well, yeah. Um, I'll 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 touch back. All on right. That okay. In a continue. Second. The story's almost over, and that kind of plays into this. Um, So later on, uh, David went to his family's house for the holidays, and uh, he assumed the hauntings would stop when he left. But instead, he woke up one morning, snow had fallen, and there was a series of tiny footprints leading up to his window. Um. When David got home from the holidays, uh, I mean, Adam got home from the holidays, his social media went haywire. Um, For example, Adam posted a selfie on his Instagram story with a friend of his. And in the middle of the night, uh, another photo was posted onto the Instagram story that was really warped, um, really messed up, really freaky. But it was the photo of him and his friend. Uh, the next morning, Adam had no memory of posting that anywhere. Um, and then Adam began to tweet stuff very cryptedly, meaning, uh, making many people believe that David had possessed Adam. Uh, specifically, he tweeted out, everything is fine, as well as some really weird videos of, uh, what seemed to be him recording his cats, but his cats look really freaked out. Um, and there's no context behind the videos. Mm. Uh, same with just videos of his ceiling. Um, just really weird stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then one day, everything just stopped. And I was waiting for a... Uh, I was waiting for like a context to why. That's why there was like that awkward... Mm-mm. wait really everything just stopped yeah and now a movie is being made a movie's on... being made yeah and the producers of the conjuring and it are producing I love it. it but i hate the conjuring i know ne- <laughs> i've yet to watch the conjuring i've watched okay <laughs> sorry i've watched it like three times i love <laughs> it i refuse mm-hmm. you I- love what i love it <laughs> Yeah, but what, what, do you what love? is it? We're gonna go see. Do you remember that one time? We're gonna go see it tonight. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> We're gonna go see what? It. 
What is it? <laughs> no, no, it. The movie, it. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> um. Oh, God. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, what's so weird with The Conjuring, though, it's like the like same thing. Conjuring is real, real life story. Same thing with Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go visit the, the Annabelle doll. Something, again, I, I will never do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she she's a thing you can go see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, mm, okay, that's so, I never ever heard about that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I can't believe you had never heard no. of it. No. I remember you had mentioned it before we started, you know, before we were going. And I was, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I'll look into that. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, no, I'll just how Gunnar tells me. Well, I've been on the edge of my seat this whole time. What's weird to me is that it just, like, stopped. Exactly. It just stopped. I don't know. Maybe he had a dream and made some agreement or something like that or got uh, yeah. ew, just oh, all that leading up to though. So i um, not going to lie. Whenever you start telling the story, I went into a different um, tab and I looked it up. And the mm-hmm. first thing that popped up is the drawing and the pictures. And then I was like, oh, nope. <laughs> We're getting into this. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, I'll I'll put it on the socials, or Katie will put it on mm-hmm. the socials. Because um, there's, like, you know, all all the stuff Gunnar's been talking about, like, you know, it is stuff that's out there on the internet. Like, you can just go look it up. It is. Which is crazy, because, like, the guy, the back rooms. you know, the guy, you're not just talking about some random guy. Like, this is, like, a well-known illustrator, you know, who used to work with mm-hmm. us. That's, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, did you ever see Paranormal Activity? Yeah, yeah, that also kind of gave me that vibe, like the whole crawl space mm-hmm. thing. I'm very excited for the movie. Because, like, I'm I just don't know what to expect. Well, I expected, I expected to be I... a very similar <laughs> fashion as to Annabelle and, you know, The Conjuring and Paranormal Activity. It kind of all rolled into one. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'll, I wonder if uh, Adam will play himself. And see, he's kind of cool. like a influencer in a way. Yeah. Interesting. God, and then I just always think to myself, like, okay, so I'm going to kind of skip ahead to the end question, if you don't mind. Okay, so, you know, on the question of, do you think this is real? I am a really, I I personally, I do believe in ghosts. I believe ghosts, demons, angels, I believe they are all a thing. Uh, If you choose to believe that, you know, believe what you will, I believe that these things are real because of, you know, witchcraft, witchcraft is real. Um, all that jazz, you know, the spiritual realm is a place people astral project to, like, all these places are real things, in, in my opinion. You know, people may think differently. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, these are just all things that are real. So whenever I hear stories such as this one, I immediately am just like, oh, like, what if that happened to me? Um, do I think this is real? Mm-hmm. E- yes and no. Do I think things similar to this have happened to others? Of course. Uh, I had a I had a coworker, who you know we were talking about ghost stuff one time, and she was saying how she had a friend who, uh, she was like taking some pictures of their house because they think they were getting ready to sell it or something like that, and I swear to you, there in one of the pictures, there is lit. If you look at like she didn't notice it at first, and someone else pointed it out, there is a definite face in the corner of the photo, 
And I'm not just being mm-hmm. like, oh, it kind it kind of looked like a face. No, like this is a like she showed me the photo. It is a full on like ghost face. And I guess they like moved out, obviously. But I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I just that's <laughs> not my thing, not my cup of tea. <laughs> If that ever happened to me, I think I would simply just um pass away. I don't I could like, <laughs> if there was a ghost haunting me, I'd have to be like, okay, I gotta be real here. I can't do this. <laughs> like soon I'll be a ghost as well if you keep doing this. So you're, you're... personally I believe the story to an extent. Yeah. Um I think that this happened, but I think it's exaggerated. I agree. Well, when you were talking about certain things, um, for instance, when you were talking about the crawl space, I thought the crawl space was interesting. I thought, you know, mm-hmm. the chair in the parking garage was interesting. I thought, you know, the sleep app, the cats, cats, um, cats are, and animals are always interesting when it comes to paranormal things, in my opinion. So who knows? Um, the, all the physical evidence to me is really interesting. First mm-hmm. of all, Photoshop is a thing. As we established, yeah. this guy is a well-known, you know, influencer at the time working for BuzzFeed, a well-known influencer company. Um, so, I don't know. Um, but like, you were, you were telling me, and a part of me was like, mm, like, at first I was like super invested, and then I was like, is this yeah. real? And but again, I go back to. I mean, it does happen to people, you know. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. I think at the beginning it was real, but like, I I don't know. I was believing it up until like the photos of David came out, and then like uh, the crawl space. Mm-hmm. Just because space like it seems kind of weird. It's so yeah, like there. when you think out of apartment. There, okay, there's no way that there's no other way to access the roof and the crawl space. Mm-hmm. You know, there has to be obviously stairs or something else that lead to a roof. But then it's always mm-hmm. the question, too, of why. You know, say this is all made up. Why go to the extent of making mm-hmm. it up? Why Photoshop the images? Why, you know do the you know how how could you possibly make the videos like that especially with the cats being scared with the polaroid how would you Mm -hmm. do that you know it it, you have to ask yourself that you know if it is all fake then you know how why why would you go faking it Uh um or maybe just because it gained traction so fast that you decided you had to keep going with it i do think it is really interesting though how it just suddenly ended I don't mm-hmm. know. Because it, it ended, and then he announced that it was going to be made into a movie. Uh, so, like... Wait, so was it... Re- okay, when did it end? It ended in very early 2018, and then a little bit later, he announced that they were making it into a movie. That's sketchy. If you told me, like, oh, this just was, like, a release, like, a thing, like, last year... Then I, mm-hmm. you know, well, that's what I figured when you said it. I was like, oh, like they're just not making a movie about this. Mm, that makes me kind of want to believe, though, that he was doing it for promotional reasons. Or maybe went to, you know, or maybe, like you said, it was a real thing. And then maybe he went to BuzzFeed and, like, start talking about it. 
and then maybe someone caught on and was like, this would be a great movie. That's what I think it is. I think it was it was just exaggerated. Um, and if if it is real, then I'll believe him. Um, but if it isn't real, I gotta say my hat's off to Adam Ellis because he, if this isn't real, then he put a lot of yeah. work into the whole lore mm-hmm. behind it. Um, specifically, the physical photos mm-hmm. of David and for how long he kept up the uh, the story mm-hmm. behind it. Um, it's it's really it's really cool. If you haven't read into it, I I would highly recommend going and reading the actual mm-hmm. tweets. Yeah, I will. Because uh, yeah. he told this whole thing on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> over the span of like four months. He did all of this. Wow. And see, that's where I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, and a part of me, maybe I just don't want to believe it. You know, it makes me sleep a lot yeah. safer at night. If I oh he just did this to promote a movie, <laughs> he's just an artist yeah. who you know got some people together, photoshopped some things, edited things. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, like four months of work, like that's a lot. You know, uh-huh. it some of the stuff though is also like, how could somebody come up with something like this? Like uh, the smiling head. Oh, I forgot and, about like, that. The oh, death I of that. like. I forgot about that. Um. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or like the death being like a shelf fell on his head. Like Flat how do you, how can you just come up with the story behind? Like, <laughs> oh so my gosh, Katie. <laughs> a billboard fell on me. No, I'm flat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't do that. If this is real, he's gonna clap. I'm gonna like, call you tomorrow. Be like, uh. <laughs> The next episode, I'm gonna have a new co-host because David oh, killed. God, that. <laughs> it's gonna be like Cassidy. I'll be like, what happened? Brandon. I'll be like, like I'm to. Ooh, I really should talk about that. We're gonna be like, we don't know. We just like, walked into Katie. And then I'm gonna like see something tonight. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, Katie went to bed and in the middle of the night. A shelf fell on her head, and I, I am now flat. We don't know standing. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> She's two dimensional now. I can be used in a mailbox, a kite. <laughs> Doesn't that happen? Doesn't he like mail himself to China or something in the? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's been like thirteen years. To my cousins in Las Vegas. <laughs> and like I remember, yeah. like I always remember, like it was like a bulletin board or something that like fell on him, and then he became flat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like a... who thought of this? Mm-hmm. Who thought, what if there was a two-dimensional boy? How did he get two-dimensional, you ask? <laughs> a billboard fell on him. Something big fell on him. I mean, I'd believe... I'd believe I, Man, I mean, that's I'd terrifying. A, a shelf fell. Shelf fall, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just so specific, though. God. To give a ghost boy such a gruesome death. Because, like, how many deaths do you hear mm-hmm. like that? Just you know, really like, random. I think it could have been easier if you did, like, a different type of death. Yeah. Like, a drowning or an accident. Yeah, like, you know, but, like, accident, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then, like, what also... I guess what also, to me, seems a little off 
okay, I guess it also depends on the person. If I was told, okay, so if I, like, had sleep paralysis, that was a thing I had, and, like, I'd been seeing mm-hmm. this kid, you know, obviously, I'd be, like, a little worried. I'd be like, oh, who is this Then I should be worried about? Mm-hmm. And then, if someone told me, hey, don't ask him three questions, then why would you ask three questions? <laughs> you know? The last thing you're going to do at that point. If anything, you don't want to ask anything. Why would you ask anything? I'd be like, I don't want to see you at all. Get out of my headspace. I don't like Mm -hmm. you there. It's meant, my headspace is meant for for two things. My, (laughs) uh, (laughs) cosplaying. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, oh, God, I had something and it was kind of funny. Cosplay is a good one, though. <laughs> Cosplay and being stupid. That's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say uh, cosplaying in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> uh, that's Those are my only two thoughts ever. Meanwhile, my head is just continuous TV <laughs> static. Except when Ashman's there. Yeah, I think, but nothing happens. <laughs> Katie, maybe we should get a third host and then it'd be like the first <laughs> No, we call, it, we call it the three brain stuff. <laughs> the yeah. three brain stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we had to seriously have a conversation about this, you know, like us getting a third member and then it'd just be like the three of us telling the scary stories and it's scary during the stories Absolutely. and then it's like, do you believe in the Matrix? Like when you tell that story, I was like super freaked out and then I'm like, uh, is, could, could it be real? Yeah. I don't know. All that stuff's really weird. Like, I don't know. Another reason I think it's just interesting. Could it be? Could it not be? I think, okay, I think I would genuinely believe it more if the movie wasn't a thing that had been announced afterwards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if the movie yeah. hadn't been announced until, like, this year... Then yeah, I would totally believe that. I would say, oh, this is something that happened to him, and now they're making a movie. But since the whole movie came out a little bit afterwards, mm-hmm. it makes me think maybe this is more promotional, just because the idea seems like it flew out of the water really fast. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but things that just make it seem weird is like like the Japanese statue. That just seems yeah. so random. It, but like also just like. He, he tweets a photo of it too, and it looks a lot like the illustration. But this was months after the whole process began. Of what? Yeah, of David appearing in his dreams. Weird. I don't know. And if it all it if it is all made up, then like, why why have why have the green marble? Why have you know, uh, the severed head? Why have exactly all these like little details? What? Maybe eventually we can get Adam on oh, here and no. tell us the story He's from his point like, of no, view. This is real, and, like, and I'd be like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to think that. And if it isn't real, maybe we could pick his brain a little bit and like find um, out what he was thinking. I do like, need money, I and that was an advertising option. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's honestly, so though, interesting. If you were... 
say you're an artist, you're trying to make money in the world, and someone came to you and they were like, hey, we had this idea for this movie. We want you to promote the movie because you seem like you have really good social media influence. We want you to promote this movie and we will pay you on contract for the next five months, four months, four to five months in order for you with the um, help of us to illustrate and edit this entire story in order to promote our new movie coming out. But why wouldn't they go to a much higher influencer? Because I didn't know about Adam well, until after this whole thing. You know, like, fact, why not go to like yeah, well, Kylie Jenner? Because or... if it was someone super high up, would you believe it? I don't know, because that would be a lot of people yeah. believing and it to, and a lot of people yeah, backing Adam's, it. Adam's a lot bigger which... now than he probably was then. You know? But... Yeah, I didn't even know about yeah, him until but, you know, this thing. So, like, that's why I don't think that, like, it was promotional. Yeah. But then, like, if it wasn't promotional, that's <sighs> so scary. Mm-hmm. Thoughts I don't like to think about. We're going to make a list. Number one. <laughs> ghosts. Sleep paralysis of a ghost <laughs> haunting me continuously for a long time. That's just all number one. So that's going to be the new theme of this podcast. It was going to be us telling scary stories. Now it's going to be oh, me no. trying to scare Katie. No. <laughs> that's it. I've reached So in the hell. next episode, I got to come up with an even scarier story. <laughs> oh, God. No. Uh, you know, in the hopes that this ever did, you know, if this podcast ever did, like, blow up, there's just, like, there's YouTube compilations <laughs> of all the times that <laughs> listed stuff. Maybe one day, <laughs> even if I have to make it myself. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll make it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do say that I'm going to make a lot of projects that involve you, and then I don't. <laughs> just don't do the projects. Just don't invite me. Well, no, I, I start I start them, and then I don't finish them. I'm, I'm talking about Jumanji. <laughs> Is this the, the only project? Jumanji, Jumanji was yeah. our start. And... So thank you very much for coming to the first episode of After Dark. Um, Katie, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, thanks for listening. If you want, you can check us out on our social medias. Got our list, though. Um, I guess, I guess, uh, life in Technicolor underscore pod. Um, we'll be posting on there. We'll also be posting on. I don't know the name for it yet because I don't. I haven't made it yet. I didn't know if you wanted to make it or, or what. But um... a name that is yet to be decided for right now. Just just follow the life in Technicolor. Uh... Social media and then follow our personals and we'll update you there too. But send you yeah. send you a personal DM with yeah. our new username. Um, you could also email us at uh litafterdark21 at gmail.com if you feel like doing that. Uh send us whatever you want, your own scary stories, your scary stories that you want to hear, topics you want us to cover, nudes, um, yeah, anything like that, you could send to us. Say news. I said, yeah, I said news. 
Mm, yeah, news. <laughs> That's what you said, news. I totally said news. news. This is going to be in like a compilation <laughs> in like 10 years. And it's going to be like Gunnar Glenn, the next Shane Dawson, question mark, question mark, question mark. No. And then they're going to be like, keep in mind, no. Katie had just turned 18 after you said this. Like, I've been 18 for like a little bit. Yeah, I know. They're going to they're gonna try to paint it like that. I, they're vicious out there, man. Okay, I need to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any- All right. Uh, All right. Have a good well, night, guys. And the- you too. <laughs> <laughs> David's behind you. Shut the fuck up. I swear. <laughs> Don't cuss on I'm you. sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I just really freaked out for this whole David thing. I'm leaving that in. I'm. I, I hope that's okay. I'm leaving that in. I hope your mom doesn't listen to it and get mad. I think but... she care. Um, <laughs> have a good night, guys. Stay scary. <laughs> Stay scary. I love that. Be nice to each other. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>